I'm Joanna Fletcher and welcome to a very special episode of the podcast that celebrates everything Disney holidays. Now, each week on Journey to the Magic, I am joined by our Disney insider, Elkie Sanchez. Because we've had a magical series, I thought we'd do a roundup of the best bits. Enjoy! Now, Elkie, as you know, has given us lots of fun facts and expert knowledge during this series. And she's able to do that because she trains travel agents for a living on all things Disney parks and resorts. That sounds like a really fun job. I have an amazing job. I get to train lots of lovely travel agents all around the UK and Ireland. And I have the best time talking about these three wonderful brands. So I always count my blessings to be able to work for Disney and to work with some amazing people as well. Plus, you get all the insider tips well early. (laughs) You're really Um, on it. You know what's happening, Elkie. I do, G. And that's why I can't wait to share the roundup of all my top tips on today's special episode. I love it. Elkie, would you mind giving us an overview on exactly what the three things are? We've got Walt Disney World, we've got Disneyland Paris, we've got Disney Cruise Line. What are we talking about, Elkie? Okay, so let's start by talking Disneyland Paris. With two Disney parks, the Disneyland Park and the Walt Disney Studios Park, it really is great for everyone of all ages as you can literally walk from park to park. We then have Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, which is twice the size of the island of Manhattan. So very different. Very different. It's There's huge. no walking from park to no. park in Walt Disney World. <laughs> but that's because we have four theme parks. We have Magic Kingdom Park. We have Disney Epcot, Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park and Disney's Hollywood Studios theme park. We then have two water parks, Disney's Typhoon Lagoon and Disney's Blizzard Beach. And we then have golf to suit a whole range of skill sets. And I can vouch for that because I'm a terrible golfer. <laughs> <laughs> Two entertainment districts and over 25 unique Disney Resort hotels to choose from in the Disney Resorts collection. And lastly, Disney Cruise Line. Now, putting myself in the listener's shoes, I'm sure there are listeners out there thinking, I didn't even know there was a cruise line. <laughs> well, yes, we have four ships and they are stunning ships at that, that pay homage to the grand era of the luxury ocean liner. It's three very different destinations. Very, very different. <laughs> but equally magical. (laughs) You also have amazing facts about the Disney parks. Do you have one for me now? Okay, because Tom is a big Toy Story fan and he mentioned he might be a little bit competitive when it comes to (laughs) Toy Story attractions. Yeah, there's a sibling rivalry. (laughs) (laughs) I thought I would share with you one of my fun facts on Disney's Hollywood Studios within Toy Story Land and that is on Toy Story Mania. So a lot of people want to know how to score high, just like Tom. So my fun fact is actually more of a two point top tip when it comes to scoring high on this attraction. Number one, don't waste your energy on the practice round. <gasps> but so that's, many where people. that's where I check my target, Elkie. Gee, this is where it all goes wrong. You see people and they're trying their hardest and then it gets halfway through and they've got no more energy left. That's and that's it. where the big scoring points are. My hand does hurt when I get off the ride. There we go. So have a practice, but don't give it all in the practice round. All right. And then the biggest top tip, 
listen to what the Toy Story characters are saying because it's so easy to get so overwhelmed with all the moving targets and the fun. But actually, the Toy Story characters are telling you where the top scoring points are so that you get all the double points, hence the big scores. So I'm going home tonight to tell my husband, you just got to listen more. You just got to listen. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, simple. My other one that I wanted to share with you was because Tom mentioned in his dream day, he would actually love to experience Disney Cruise Line, mm-hmm. but he obviously doesn't want to miss all the magic of being in the parks. Mm-hmm. This is actually quite common. Lots of our guests love to do what we call the Disney Ultimate Holiday. What is this? It sounds exciting, right? So the Disney Ultimate Holiday is where you combine a stay at Walt Disney World with a Disney cruise. Wow. So you can get all the fun of the Disney cruise and the parks all in one holiday. So how long, how, how is it split? One of Disney Cruise Line ports is Port Canaveral, which is just over an hour away from Walt Disney World by car. And from here, guests can choose from either three or four night Bahama sailings or guests who are wanting longer cruise durations can opt in for a seven night Caribbean cruise. So it's really up to the guest. What I would say, though, for those guests that are looking for that Disney ultimate holiday, where possible, try and get an itinerary that features a stop at Disney's very own private island castaway key in the Bahamas. You will find the sprawling beaches, the open air barbecue dining locations with complimentary meals. It's just everything you would expect and a great way to kind of end an amazing Disney ultimate holiday. Oh my gosh, I want to be there right now. So next holiday (laughs) I think it would be an incredible opportunity and a nice way of like dipping your toes into the cruise line option as well yeah so if you are kind of thinking about Disney Cruise because there is this misconception with Disney Cruise Line it's a floating theme park you can't leave the craziness of Disney which is some people's idea of wonderful and amazing but some people are like I like to kind of come out of that bubble as well With Disney Cruise Line, it is not like that. So there's areas of the ships which are amazing. I mean, the kids' clubs, I just wish I was (laughs) between the ages of 3 and 12. You know, they have replicas of Andy's room. It's like being a child and getting to play with that story. It just is incredible. But then also they have an adult-only district. So, you know, you don't need to have children. You can still go and enjoy an amazing Disney Cruise. There's so much to offer for all of the family so it's a great way as you say to get a taster of what Disney Cruise Line is all about I wanted to just touch on the fact that Emma mentioned taking her children along with her parents to Walt Disney World because this is something that's hugely popular amongst multi-generation families and by multi-generation we mean grandparents parents and children all traveling together Because when you think of Disney parks, they really do cater for everyone. Mm. And there's something for everyone to enjoy, whether it's fun for the little ones like Dumbo, Peter Pan, then fun for all the family. And when I think fun for all the family, I'm thinking The Lion King Mm. or those really great shows. Or if you're a thrill seeker like Emma, (laughs) the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. So there's something for everyone to enjoy and you're never too old for the magic of Disney. Next up, let's talk My Disney Experience, the ultimate planning tool for the Walt Disney World Florida holiday. 
even the self-confessed non-planners like Emma <laughs> love the My Disney Experience app. Well, her son Ace did, I think. <laughs> he loved he it, just yes. loved to play on the app. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> I mean, I think we're all just there, aren't we? Get always just a, there's a 20 minute right, a queue just I need now. To we check. <laughs> I need to check this. Not really. I'm just wanting to have a play on Magic Kingdom. Um, yeah, so My Disney Experience is an amazing tool because there's so much that you can do and use the app for, whether it's to book advanced dining reservations you can advance order using the mobile order for your food pickups you can look at attractions to see which parks they're in see the theme park hours take advantage of online check-in and so much more and yeah just like emma and ace i absolutely love this it's so much fun to just kind of get excited about yeah also wi-fi is complimentary in disney resorts and hotels in the parks so there really is no need to worry about using data abroad as long as you charge your phone top tip make sure your phone's charged <laughs> you'll be snapping away and using the app um it's a really great way to have all the magic at your fingertips also, for those that do need a little help, so you are obviously a great help to Emma when planning <laughs> her holidays, but we do have something called Plan Disney, which is a great website where you can ask for help if there's anything particular that you're wanting to find out ahead of time. There's a great I did not know ask. this. Yes. Plan Disney. I feel like you'd be great on there, G. You're answering <laughs> all the questions. Um, yeah, it's really great. It's got readily made information. But then if you do have a specific question, you can post it and then someone will come back to you. So it's such I a guess as way. well, I feel like I'm learning new things about the parks every time I go. And whether that's because something new's opened or our, you know, whatever is going on with us is different, whether we have an extra child, whether there's the baby and we need baby changing, whether I'm feeding, you know, all those things are changing every time. So it's amazing to have those places where you can go and ask the questions that you need to ask someone. I mean, even I've used it before. <gasps> and when people say, Elgie, you're the Disney insider. No, it's great. And to your point, the parks are changing so much. I think it's just great to be able to get the best out of your time yeah. and to kind of make the most of those kind of must do's. So even if you're just curious to see kind of what's going on and what people are doing, it's still a great tool. So mm. yeah, definitely recommend the plan disney website i'm gonna go on there tonight <laughs> and my last top tip is around a product called memory maker i don't know if you've heard of this g so when you and emma were talking about your family photos and how you are always the one to take the photo mm -hmm. meaning you're never in your family <laughs> photos I actually see this quite a lot in the parks and it breaks my heart because I think you've got the most beautiful photo of this family in front of the Cinderella castle and you're not in the photo. <laughs> no. Especially when we we're talking about, you know, multi-generation, like it's a, it's a, it's a yes. place that you go with all the grandparents. It, wouldn't it be an amazing opportunity to get a photo with everyone together? Absolutely. Um, and the Memory Maker, it, it just is, in my opinion, the most incredible purchase you will make. It would usually cost you $199 to purchase, but we do have a dedicated ticket for UK and Ireland guests, which actually means you can get the Memory Maker complimentary. How Ooh, good is that? That's amazing. And it's kind of one that a lot of people think, oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to get a few photos. But the Memory Maker is so much more. First of all, it's unlimited photos oh wow so we're talking attraction photos and videos i'm talking when you meet characters i'm talking kind of iconic photos around the parks you will see the photo pass photographers yeah. around the parks 
I think even on the My Disney Experience app, you can see where they are as well now. And you will literally just say, I've got Memory Maker, and they will take your photo. And these guys are great at capturing the magic. But my kind of top tip with this, it's a top tip within a top tip, is there's something called magic shots. Okay. Um, so magic shots is where our PhotoPass photographers will add an element of Disney magic within your photo. So for example, say you were walking down Main Street USA and you're like, this is the perfect time to have my photo with the family in front of the castle. And you see a PhotoPass photographer stood there. You will say, I have the memory maker and he will get you to stand in front of the castle and he may say, okay, gee, if you could just pop your hands open for me. And at the time you're thinking, I have no idea, but okay, I'm in Disney. I'm You do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and then when you look on your My Disney Experience account, because that's where all your photos will go, you may have Tinkerbell in your hands Aww. or you may have Olaf that's joined you. Aww. And it's those kind of little moments that, no matter how good your photography is with your iPhone. <laughs> and actually, I can't tried... magic a Tinkerbell. Just, <laughs> you just can't, can't do that. You can't. And um, no matter how much you try, it's impossible to get a selfie in front of the castle with all your family. And I've tried. <laughs> I've cut off lots of my family's heads by accident. The castle's in. The castle, the castle looks great. Right. The castle looks amazing. <laughs> but ask me who I was with on that holiday then. <laughs> no idea. Um, but yeah, so I think for me, I'm all about capturing the magic, having all those memories to treasure, and something that lots of UK guests are getting included with their ticket is the memory maker. Mm. So making the most of that, getting those magic shots, it's just a really great one to treasure. So good. I didn't realise that it was unlimited. Unlimited. All those photos. Yeah. And also, if you think about like when you used to visit theme parks and you used to go and manually buy photos, yeah. like what do you do with that photo? I mean, other than put it in a frame, it goes in a drawer... Whereas I feel like we're the age now where everything goes on social media, you know, you want to share with your friends that I'm screaming on Tower of Terror as I fall 13 stories. You know, you can do that and it's it's great to be able to just share everything. And just being able to scroll on your own phone, like you don't even have to share it. It's those memories that you have that are yours. Like I know that I spend a lot of time like scrolling through like different milestones or different times in our lives different experiences and and it's a lovely thing to do it's really great and like I said those are the photos that I look back and think oh they've captured it perfectly and yeah. multi-generation families especially and as you said to have the whole family in the photo there's nothing better yeah What I thought would be great today is because Aston mentioned he's got small children mm. and he said, you know, is there a perfect time to take small children? I feel like you're the perfect person to ask <laughs> that question to, G. Um, for me, there's so much to do for every single member of the family, yeah. even the young children. So I thought I'd give some insider tips based on taking young children nice. to a Disney park. So my first one is queuing. Now, us Brits, we do love to queue, don't we? Yes, we, do. we take it very seriously. We take it very, very seriously. <laughs> but for me, it's even fun to queue at Disney. Yeah. And a perfect example of this is Dumbo the Flying Elephant, which is an aerial carousel style attraction located in Fantasyland at both Disneyland Paris and Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. And it's a Disney classic, which is much loved by younger children, Secretly, I love this one as well. Mm -hmm. um, but what I really love about this attraction in Walt Disney World is that it has its very own playground within the attraction. 
So what happens is inside the tent, guests will receive a pager, which is made to look like a token from an old fairground attraction. <laughs> so I love the Disney storytelling. And then families can relax whilst the children play in the circus-themed playground. The page will go off when it's time to board the attraction. So again, it's practical. We know that lining up for attractions maybe isn't great for, for younger children. So adding those fun elements in is great with those classic attractions. I've got to say that when uh, we were watching on the TV in the Disney parks before going in, Whenever that would come up about the Dumbo queue, the boys would be like, we want to go there. We want to go there. Not the attraction. Not the attraction. Just want to go just and line up in the, the playground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, again, I think because it, it is for younger kids, but it's such a great one. Even the storytelling at Disney, yeah. even in the lines, it's, it's fabulous. Yep. Um, there are also some other attractions that offer inline experiences just to keep the little ones engaged. And also the bigger ones like me, I guess, too. But from trivia quizzes, we have themed music to sing along to whilst you wait. So there's loads of stuff that's really great to keep everybody entertained. But the one that I did want to mention, actually, in Walt Disney World um, is within Dinoland USA in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park. I always think I wish I was under 10 because it's the Boneyard. And I don't know if your boys have ever Mm. done this one, G. But essentially, it's a playground with rope bridges. It's got mysterious caves, twisting slides. But for me, the thing that I think looks most cool is the fossil dig site where you can excavate fossils. And if you think about kids that are into dinosaurs, this is an absolute must. But it's great. And also for adults... There's a shaded seated area outside the dig site, which as a cast (laughs) member who spends a lot of time in Disney's Animal Kingdom Park, we certainly treasure those areas where there's fans available. It's shaded area. So actually, just for families, it's great. If If it is a hot day, which we know it can be, yeah, it's, it's a great place to maybe midday nice. when it's when it's super hot. To go I always to. like knowing where there's like a misty water spraying out, or where I can get a frozen banana covered in chocolate. <laughs> when then I'm happy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's true though. Even things like Magic Kingdom when it's a hot day, Splash Mountain, just walk by as one and someone's coming down, and you just feel that breeze, yes. like you said. So, yeah, there's so much fun for little ones. But Aston did like his thrill attractions. He did. He absolutely loved them. He did. So, you know, a lot of people think that if they take small children, they're going to have to miss out on all of that fun. Mm. But in Disneyland Paris and Walt Disney World, we do something called the Rider Switch, which is great because it does mean that if you are travelling as a couple and you've got young children... You can go on the likes of Tower of Terror. What happens is when you first go on to attraction, you will speak to a cast member and then they will give you a ride switch ticket, which means that once that one parent that's done the attraction, they can come back, switch with the other parent, straight on the attraction, no queuing. And it means that everybody gets to have the fun and the child's being looked after. So it's, it's a really fun one, meaning that nobody yeah. has to miss out. So good, isn't it? Because we've been there throughout the years where our experiences of it have changed a lot. You know, going there as a couple, like Aston was saying with him and Sarah, just being able to run around and be big kids. Then you've got kids so you see it in a slightly different way. But I feel like that's you're evolving as like your Disney experience is evolving in a way. I agree. And it's such great memories to have with your family. So mm. there isn't an age where you should think, oh, this is the perfect age because this fun to do for everybody that's the thing it's soaking up the fun and magic 
Like even pregnant, there was so much to do. Also, I think Disneyland Paris is a great option because again, friends and family that have had children and they're like, mm, it might just be the traveling that puts them yeah. off. Going to Walt Disney World in Florida, whereas Disneyland Paris, it's that bit closer. It might be that first stepping stone into the world of Disney. Elke, anything else? I'd love to talk about seasons oh, because... Yes. Just like Aston, my favourite season to travel is Halloween. I'm so... I, I wish I'd have been there for Halloween now. I'm literally... The next holiday we go on, I want it to be Halloween. I feel like you guys would love Halloween. It's so much fun. Uh, so this is in Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. On an evening, the park, obviously, is going to be all Halloween themed throughout the day and evening. But at night, the atmosphere just changes. And on a Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween party... Adults can dress up. You see full Sanderson sisters. Wow. You see superheroes. You see everything. So I got to dress up for the first time in a Disney park, which was so much fun. What did I felt a bit naughty. I was Captain Marvel. Wow. Yeah. And it was really funny because my wife Ashley was like, I can't do this. You know, I just feel, <laughs> you know, we're too old to do it. And I'm like, come on, it's Disney. If there's ever a time to do it, it's now. So I met her halfway. I said, we'll buy you an outfit, okay? Mm. And we, we will go dress normally. We'll walk into the Magic Kingdom Park and then we'll assess. Yeah. Because at Disney, you'll feel more silly if you don't dress up. Exactly. You've got to go in. You've you just have. got to. Um, we were on the monorail and we met a family that were dressed as the Sanderson sisters and Billy and absolutely amazing. And she just whispered next to me. I want to dress up now. I feel uh. like I feel like this is okay. <laughs> I'm not going to feel weird. So we went to Magic Kingdom Park, fully dressed in outfits, and you get to trick or treat in Magic Kingdom. I mean, they have trick or treat stations. Really? In Magic Kingdom. Oh my it's gosh! So much fun. The attractions have like Halloween themed. But for me, the highlight, and Ashley actually still relives this annually, is the stage show in front of the castle because it's the only time you'll see all the Disney villains come out. Oh. So that's really cool. And if you are a big Hocus Pocus fan like me, you, yes, get to see the Sanderson sisters come out and sing I Put a Spell on You, which amazing, so much fun. But gee, I actually do have a question for you because I've oh. never got to travel at Christmas time. Okay. So what are your highlights for Christmas? It is the most Disney? magical thing ever. So it was actually the first time we'd gone on holiday with Tom's family. So that, And that was my first experience of Disney was at Christmas. Oh um, my gosh, and you spoiled oh, <laughs> from it was day one. So good. I mean, we're at the, staying at the Polynesian. It was all of us. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just something else. And actually, what surprised me though is when we were seeing the fireworks over that Christmas period. You're like, well, they're this magical because it's Christmas. And then when we went back, and they are just as magical, even though it's not Christmas. You're just like, wow, Chris. Like Disney just go big all the time. It's the most magical place on earth. And then you chuck in Christmas as well. And it just felt absolutely great. And actually, we've done Christmas a couple of times because just because it fell in with schedules and stuff that that was the time off. And um, I mean, there's nothing like it. There really is something for everyone, which which makes it great. But I do want to do Christmas. It's, it's amazing. We stayed there for New Year as well. Oh, Having the countdown. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. Just the atmosphere of everyone being together. Because for me, I feel, always feel like New Year is a bit of a funny time of year anyway. It's like an anticlimax almost. I agree, yeah. But being in front of the castle with so many people and having that countdown and that feeling of 
you know, that, that joy and hope that Disney creates anyway, it just sets off the year in a completely different way. And where did you go for the fireworks for New Year? Do you remember? Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Dreamy. The countdown, there were numbers in the air. It was 2005. So that's six. So, so fireworks have moved on from there. But I can remember seeing numbers in the sky and being like, what? Like, how <laughs> is this magic. magic happening? Very jealous. I'll definitely put that on my Disney bucket list. There you go. You go at Christmas and New Year. And, I'll and go you do Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. Deal. I thought we would touch on the fact that Davina mentioned healthy food in Disney. Yes. A lot of people have this, again, misconception Disney, it's all fast food. And don't get me wrong, I love me some churros, some Mickey waffles. But equally, my favourite quick service location in the whole of Walt Disney World, Satuli Canteen. Have you ever eaten there? No, what is it? Where is it? So in Pandora, the world of Avatar in Disney's Animal Kingdom. So all themed very much Avatar-esque. And what's really cool about this restaurant is the Imagineers who created Pandora, along with James Cameron, who directed Avatar, they wanted to kind of carry on that story. But James Cameron is actually a vegan. So he was like, we absolutely want to have all this delicious food. But we want it healthy. We want vegan options. We want those amazing dishes, but also healthy. So I always recommend Satuli Canteen. And also what's really great about this, you can order it on the app ahead of time. So say you are absolutely loving life in Pandora, you're walking around and you're like, I just want to grab someone on the go. You can do that on the mobile ordering app order it ahead of time and then you just go up to a separate line to pick up your food so it's great I saw people doing this the last time we went and I thought it was genius it's just great and whilst to sit down in the restaurant is amazing sometimes yeah you just want to grab something delicious healthy on the go and that is always my must visit amazing what else you got for us Okay, so another thing that Davina mentioned was about keeping fit whilst on holiday. So there is no reason that guests who love to enjoy their fitness, they can't keep on top of it at Disney. On average, you tend to do between seven and eight miles a day. Just walking, right? So you're going to get your exercise in. But we really do have some really cool things across our resorts, like our running trails. Mm. If you go to guest services, they'll tell you exact routes. And I think you said you did one, didn't you? And yeah, yes. but I didn't know that you can ask for an actual like running track or like like a tra- like a route. Yeah. No, so I was literally running from the Grand Floridian as far as I could, like through the Polynesian up to the transportation centre and back. So you made your own route. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> and it is. It calculates how far you've run, tells you how many times to get your five k in. So again, for those fitness fans, it's a really great one. Yeah. Also, we have the Run Disney events and they're so popular because you have that character interaction. You get to run through the parks, but at the end of it, you get these amazing commemorative medals as well. So, you know, if there was ever a time I was going to do a run... It would be for one of those medals. So do those runs happen when the park is closed? So is it either really early hours? Tend to be morning, yeah. yeah. You don't want um, to run late. Than you don't night, want no. to run, no. And it's great because I think the whole element of running, you're getting kind of 
And when I say run, you don't actually have to run. So if you did want to do the marathon, you can walk it. Right. If you wanted to do the half marathon, you can. And you see young children, they do a kids run as well. And depending on when you visit the parks as well, they have seasonal runs. So like the villains run, (laughs) Halloween time, they do a princess run. And people dress up as well. So it's really, it's quite funny seeing kind of all these people like running a half marathon dressed as princesses. So mm. it's, it's just really, really fun that if you are into your fitness, it's something to definitely check out in case there's a Run Disney event happening. Alison mentioned how she loved the My Disney Experience app. I just wanted to share some exciting news. Coming to Walt Disney World Resort in Florida is a new complimentary and convenient digital tool that is soon going to be available and it's going to be designed so that guests will be able to have the best Disney day. Disney Genie is going to make planning easier, give you more flexibility and will give you better tools to help you make the most of your visit. This cool new technology which guides guests through our theme parks with tips that can help reduce time in lines, discover magic around every corner and take the guesswork out of what's next. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, and what I love about this is it's going to be built right into the My Disney Experience app. So don't worry, that, that is still very much going to be there for guests. Disney Genie Service is going to maximise all of that guest park time so you can have more fun it will include personalized itinerary features that will seamlessly help you map out all of the fun for the day and what I really really love is that you'll be able to actually tell the app exactly what you're interested in so if you're a fan of Disney princesses if you're a fan of the villains Pixar Star Wars and then it will bear that in mind for when it's planning your Disney day. So it's going to be really great in helping everybody just go about Disney in a different, cool new way. That's the thing, isn't it? Because I, I feel like every time I go back, I find something new. But if your phone is going, well, how about this? Yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be really, really great. And I think just having those top tips so that it will be able to pick up, like, don't miss this. Go and see this. We know you love the princesses. Here's a great opportunity for you. I think it's just giving you all of this great information on the go, which yeah. which is great. Yeah, I love that. Another thing I wanted to talk about, G, is last time that Alison visited Disneyland Paris, she said that she stayed at the Disney Hotel New York. Mm-hmm. Well, this hotel has just been reimagined, as we say at Disney, mm-hmm. and it is now known as the Disney Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel. Oh, two guesses what this is going to be themed around. <laughs> I'm thinking Snow White. <laughs> Uh, So it's Marvel themed um, and for me it's the one I haven't yet got to experience so I'm so so excited for this one. Firstly all of the 561 rooms of this four star hotel have been designed and made contemporary to reflect Tony Stark who for the listeners that don't know is Iron Man. (laughs) So it's all going to be sophisticated urban taste that's going to give this kind of lovely comfort but also state-of-the-art feel and the services and amenities are obviously going to complement that all of the rooms they're going to feature marvel artwork there's going to be 25 spacious suites which again they're going to have them themed to either spider-man the avengers or other marvel superheroes so if you're a marvel fan i mean what better way to be enjoying the magic of disneyland paris 
but in a Marvel suite. Yeah, that Tony Stark is essentially designed for you. I, Iron Man is my favourite as well. So really? for me, he's just so funny. He's dreamy, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. And also, again, the Disney Imagineers have done an amazing, amazing job. So obviously, those kind of obvious details like the Marvel artwork, great, amazing. But I love kind of the finer details. And the one that really stuck out to me was the Manhattan restaurant. So again, just to look at an amazing contemporary casual restaurant, but obviously serving great Italian dishes. But for me, the look and feel, very Marvel Universe, New York kind of skyline. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the chandelier, for the Marvel fans, it actually replicates Thor's realm of Asgard. So where Thor is from, Asgard, that is what the chandelier looks like. So all them little details that I geek out over in yeah. lots of episodes and I say to you about, I think it's those details that they do so well. So for me, a great opportunity. If you're a Marvel fan, you're thinking of visiting Disneyland Paris, the Disney New York Art of Marvel must, must visit. I mean, we are like Marvel obsessed in our house right now. I mean, I'm confiscating toys left, right and centre. <laughs> but I feel like that is one that all three of mine and Tom and me would absolutely love. I, honestly, I think it is it's a game changer. And you think about it's the only Marvel themed hotel in the world right now. So, wow. yeah, the Imagineers have done a fantastic job. It's amazing. So, Definitely, definitely Mm. visit Disney Hotel New York, the Art of Marvel. I'm there. You're there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Elkie. I can't tell you how excited I am now to revisit. Keep your eyes peeled in 2022 as I've lined up some more guests to chat to. Goodbye. (laughs) 